Okay, so we are rolling. We are rolling. <laughs> I was gonna be like, so it's gonna be an hour and twenty ish minutes, but then I was like, you press record, but I was like, the last logistical thing. <laughs> are we aiming for one hour? Well, uh, well, because we have a guest a little bit over. Yeah, I'm I'm pr- I'm prepared with my time. Are you prepared with your time? I'm prepared with my time. Okay, we're all doing time today. <laughs> we're all doing how much time? time? Five minutes? No, just kidding. This is basically community service. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> welcome to Small Town Radio. Speaking of your welcome, welcome to Small Town Radio, the show with the biggest facts about the smallest towns. I'm your host Maxim. That's yeah. your host, who's not going to say his name this time. I'll give him that. Okay, thanks. And today, we have, to me. <laughs> today we have a very special guest on this show. You want to introduce yourself? What's up? It's me, Caleb. <laughs> we got <laughs> a very, the, we've got the awesome Caleb Clark with us today. Uh, Caleb is a comedian, photographer, tech guy. Yeah. So many things. Yes. So many things. And I might have said on the show like I'm a photographer before but Caleb's like a real photographer. <laughs> yeah. like, he knows what he's doing with a camera. I'm like I have a camera and I'm also here. <laughs> but Caleb, Caleb takes... I'm you know I'm just here for a good time. I just I'm here looking at people and it, I don't have to stay like it's different because I can stare at them as long as I have a camera <laughs> in my hand. So it just makes it less awkward when I'm just like, eye contact, click. Yeah. Ooh, also, I feel like it's it's better if you have like a proper camera than like a phone. <laughs> if you're taking someone a picture of their phone, they're like, oh, fuck you. But like, if it's a camera, they're like, oh, am I, am I aesthetic? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, pretty girls like it. They're like, ooh, you see something? I'm like, yeah, girl, I see it all. Let me see it. I know your angles. Let me get it. Ooh, uh, tonight stop. we have a uh, perverted con man with us, <laughs> this <is> Caleb Clark. <laughs> um, yeah, we. So, do you have social media that you you want to plug yeah. or anything like that? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Caleb C E N T S or Centric Vibes. That's the other Instagram where I do all my other digital creations that aren't necessarily camera based nice nice well check him out he's he's awesome he makes great stuff he took some very cool photos of a show that our good friend lee host or produced uh two weeks ago at time of recording yeah that was pretty good it was awesome um our social media is st radio pod on care, the instagram in case you care um, about us <laughs> actually well we've been uh, presumably we've been promoting a lot this last week on instagram because you all now know Next week, we are going to video. Yeah, this is our last audio-only episode. And the audio will still come out in podcast form, but we are going to YouTube. Which is very exciting. So, in theory, our our, our Instagram should be popping. Also, we're on Facebook now. Oh, yeah. Ew. But we're there. Facebook official. (laughs) We we are there. Uh, Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Small Town Radio. And we need 100 subscribers in order to get a custom URL. Mom, please subscribe. So right now our URL is like (laughs) x124318.7 or whatever I don't know what it actually is but we need, we we uh, we're looking to grow you and the real deal. There. yeah you want the real deal we're, no, I don't blame you we're going for it we um, want the big boy youtube channel yeah and once we hit a certain amount of subscribers they'll let us customize the url and then we can <laughs> plug it easier <laughs> yeah instead of uh, but you can find it through our links in social media yeah, facebook we, instagram we're going to be i'm sure you've seen it a million 
different places. We're going to shove it in your face. If you I know think us. you should just keep it with the, the weird URL and just sound like ro- robots the whole entire time. <laughs> Bill is Y-U-7-L. backslash 7Z. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, uh, we, we don't have any listener mail this uh, time. We, we have <gasps> some five-star reviews. We have some, oh, Sam, thank you so much, Sam, our mail person yeah our mail person that we keep on retainer huge, huge mailbag up the stairs um <laughs> every every time the mailbag is very big but the mail itself is digital and small yeah so. what's, what's messed up is when we get a five-star review they actually write us a letter but they put it in a 70 pound metal box yeah. and we have two of them this week so this guy is carrying 140 pounds up six flights of stairs oh, we, to come you're right i forgot that we did individual mail bag pieces get their own mail bag right rather yeah. instead of one giant that's it's a i forgot but that was that here. seems really logical it now. makes more sense that way yeah it seems more natural right exactly so i want to read two of our new five-star reviews this is from uh someone i don't know so i can't send them stickers unless you hit us up on instagram this is from someone that's Iowa fan, Iowa seventy seven fan, I A seven seven fan. Do we have? We haven't talked about Iowa. We haven't. Oh my god! Let's say we haven't done. I also don't know anyone from Iowa except one of I my college either. friends who I don't even think knows the show exists. I thought you said Idaho at first, and I was like, oh, it's just just a fan of my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's <it's>, me. <laughs> it's I A seventy seven fan. I'm guessing I A is Iowa. Iowa. Oh, okay. Um, but it says a uh, perfect podcast set. Funny, delightful facts. Time spent in good company. Give them a listen. You won't regret it. Ooh. Which is just a nice, That's wholesome. sweet, tame review from a, probably a perfectly normal non-comedian. Yeah, yeah that, was like, that sounds like a, a nice person. Actually, like. it's probably was Sam our male <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's nice. Uh, he's like, I feel bad for these people. <laughs> <laughs> and our next uh, review is from a not-normal-at-all comedian. <laughs> This one comes from the person who's taking photo of us, photos of us in the room right now. This is from Lee the Joker. <laughs> I like that name. Good name. <laughs> we live in a Lee society. Lee that Joker. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A break from annoying people. <laughs> if, you, if you know Lee, you know it's yeah, spot it's on. Yeah, perfect. That's perfect. Uh, this, this is a podcast that two, two people just talking fun facts about small towns all over the country, in parentheses, world. Very genuine and fun. Christmas Town is funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Lee. Let's give yeah, her a round of applause. Lee. She's also taking photos of us. So, um, so uh, Iowa fan 77 hit us up. If uh, Identify yourself. I'll send you some stickers. Uh, Lee has already gotten plenty of stickers, so I won't give her more unless she wants some, which I'll just give them to her, of course. Okay, but, do you have a sticker yet? No, I We'll do give not. you some. Where are there some on the table? There's some on the table. Right? I oh, had what your a first sticker Here gang. is your stickers for being Ooh, on the podcast. Yeah. Sticker gang, 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 gang. You know, yeah. I collect stickers, so. Oh, I'm, no I'm, shit. I like, I, you know what? Are we're these not like your stamps? Like, almost. Like, they're yeah. going to throw them in the bag, and they're going to be like, I have a shit ton of stickers. Yo, I need to... that's cool. I collect stickers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> can I? Can we be sticker butts? We should definitely be sticker butts. All right, butts. next time we hang out, I'm bringing my sticker back. I want to I wanna start a channel called Uncle Max's uh, Sticker <laughs> Review, and all it is is just a YouTube channel of me reviewing my stickers and my sticker Ooh, collection. Oh, yes. That's Yo, something I thought about. Since I, like, I make stickers and shit like oh, you that, did? Yeah, oh. for the clothing brand and shit, like, I've, I do a lot of, like, research on stickers and, like, the vinyls and the text we're not going to get into we'll it. have to touch base later yeah. we'll, we'll stay, in, we'll, we'll stay we'll stick, in touch we'll stick in touch uh, <laughs> i have oh stickers <laughs> what do you do with them i keep them on my desk to hand out to people okay that's nice that's nice uh yeah i'm always very nervous because i stickers are 
while disposable, not the, the highest quality, usually also very permanent. And I have the same fear of stickers as I do of tattoos. Okay. Where it's like, I don't know if I, I, I'm so passionate about this that I want this on my water bottle for my world to see. <laughs> see, the trick is to cover a water bottle, then retire the water bottle and get a new, new water, water bottle exactly. and cover that so one. So your, your brand me. lasts as long as your water bottle. Yes. Yes. That's very... Or get tattoos and then just hide all of them. With stickers. If you want on your body. <gasps> Sticker tat... <sighs> Maybe that's temporary tattoos are. <laughs> I, I have real <laughs> tattoos, <laughs> but those work just as well. Interesting. So how about stickers that look like traditional tattoos? So if you want a panther with a dagger through its like face, Ooh. like that's like a sticker though. Interesting. Yes. That'd be cool. Interesting. Well, are we? How do we feel about you know talking about some towns? I think we should. I think we're gonna get this thing started. I'm excited. <sighs> All right. So. Uh, I am up first today. I know you've all been waiting to see after we went across the pond where we're going this week. Is it a new state? Is it not? Also, real quick, did you notice that the map on my wall fell? It legitimately fell one day when I got home from work, um, so I can't point to it anymore. He's pointing yeah. to a blank wall I'm pointing for to you at home. <laughs> so, we are going to the Green Mountain State, Vermont. Oh, okay. I've never heard Green Mountain State. I have. Okay. I have. It's like <laughs> Vermont is the Colorado of New England. Right. I know that. I know that. Then but how it? do you not know? Okay. Well, <laughs> we are going to Ripton, Vermont. Okay. I expected some Ripton. Ripton. Okay. Yes. The population. Ripton and Ripton. At the 2010 census was 588. Ooh, small. Very small, yes. And it is Western Vermont, about halfway up the state. So, uh, you know, I, do either of you, for, for facts here, do either of you know Robert Durst? No. Oh, shoot, he's not, it's not Fred Durst, but I've heard the name Robert Durst because they get confused. It's like you're either Limp Biscuit or you're this person you're about to describe. So, um, <laughs> this does not reflect Ripton in any way. Uh, but he's a notable person from the area, and uh, he uh, he spent some time in the area. He's a multimillionaire and also a murderer. He lived in Ripton from 1971 to 1972. So uh, that no in no way reflects the town, but I just figured, uh, you know, to add some... Uh, to add to the whole picture? It. I don't believe so, considering he's on Wikipedia for murdering people. Yo, okay. This for is like an multiple ongoing... Multiple people. Yeah. Yeah, there was three people. Um, okay. This but is not like in an ongoing Ripton, case. I'm, As yeah. you're reading this, the news articles are one day old. <laughs> I was expecting like, oh, this guy murdered some people in the 70s. No, yeah, he that's... murdered some people like last week, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I didn't do a ton of research on Robert Durst because it doesn't reflect Ripton all that well. But I just figured, you know, throw a misdirection before <laughs> we get into the wholesomeness of Vermont. <laughs> you're like, I know I want to give this town a good rap. I'll start with the murderer. <laughs> The, mul the millionaire murderer. Uh, he, yeah, you know. Uh, so, all right. Now, this is real fact. Well, now it's facts here. The town of Ripton is part of the Green Mountains, the which is like a range. Mm -hmm. uh, the Green Mountains are part of the Appalachian Trail, which runs from Quebec to Alabama, the Appalachian Mountain Trail. Mm -hmm. And um, so you have in this area a bunch of the natural beautiful beautiful scenery like you have uh the hiking all of that type of stuff mountains climbs and the highest point in Ripton is Breadloaf Mountain 
at three thousand eighty-five, uh, three thousand eight hundred fifty-five feet, and for our metric listeners, one thousand one hundred sixty-nine. That is for you. Sixty-nine. Our, <laughs> nice. Our one Canadian listener. But the uh, the first time I read Breadloaf Mountain late down. last night when I was uh, uh, <laughs> he's making a note. <laughs> I first time read it as Breedloaf Mountain. I was like, wow, that is a wild name. And I read it again. I was like, that's not as fun. <laughs> Breedloaf. I was like, so um, I did. I did a bunch of research trying to figure out how this mountain got its name because it is a great name. Yeah. I initially found Ripton by Googling best names of things in Vermont, best names of towns in Vermont. And Breadloaf was obviously number one. Um, and it turns out Breadloaf Mountain got its name because it looks like a breadloaf. Okay. Which is so disappointing. Mm, okay. I was hoping it had something more magical. Like, I want to see this. It was like the giving tree. Yeah. But instead of a tree giving wood and fruit, it is a mountain giving bread. Bread grows here. Okay, now that I'm looking this up, this, okay, calling this, it's saying this looks like a loaf of bread is the least imaginative thing you could come up with. You, you should, they should just be like, yeah, it's a mountain, but it's flat across most of the top of it. Yeah, but that's too long of a name. <laughs> okay, I'm, okay, I could do you one better. Um, instead of bread loaf mountain, how about just flat long mountain? <laughs> Flat long. Yeah. Or it, it could be uh just pile of yeast <laughs> mountain. Well so despite dis Oh that's disappointing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's <laughs> That's okay, that was from vtdigger.org that I found that because I, I went through I spent like 45 minutes trying to figure out how they got this name and I finally stumbled upon the fact that some mountains in the area got their name because of how they look. So, uh, kind of a disappointment, but everything in the area decided to name themselves after Breadloaf Mountain. So, everything is Breadloaf or places like Rye Gymnasium? No, <laughs> no there's so there's Chibata High School. <laughs> you got you got the you got the Breadloaf Wilderness, uh, okay. which is a wilderness area in the Green Mountains. I'm just imagining a whole bunch of like slices of bread just flying, <laughs> like like jellyfish and SpongeBob. Yeah. Like bread butterflies or sliced bread. <laughs> well, then you're going to like this one. They got the Breadloaf School of English, which I like to imagine as them bringing pieces of bread to the mountain and then trying to make them learn English. Teaching English to bread. <laughs> yes. Just a whole bunch of pissed off people coming down the mountain. It won't learn. It won't. Why won't you listen? <laughs> I just imagine bread only speaks Dutch and like rousing her face and arrogance. They're like, you are not cultural. We're like, learn English. Just try. It's fine. But uh, so if there's like a murder there, this is, they're like, this is the worst thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Well, we got our bread folks over uh, our Super Bowl, the, the loafers. I yeah, think be, what town was that? I forgot. We I did. Was, we did a town that was like the the origin of sliced, sliced bread, bread. Was, in America in 1928. Yo, it started there. Like, yeah, people weren't slicing uh, okay. the bread until that. There time. Were, yeah, there was like a bakery there that basically sliced bread was a thing, but it wasn't sold sliced. And then they were the first ones oh, that, that sliced it, it was, and then distributed it to people. And they were like, yo. This is the best thing since sliced bread. Do you think that there were people who were like, it's not going to catch on. I'm telling you, no one's going to like it. They want to slice much. their own bread. Okay. Yeah, it was, uh, let me see. We got it right here. We got uh, sliced. 
I spelled sliced wrong. We got it was Chillicothe. Chillicothe, that's Missouri. right. Uh, oh, Missouri. Yep. M O. Okay, and one last going. place. So there's also the Bread Loaf Unincorporated Community, which is in Ripton, Vermont. A lawless loaf of bread. Which, <laughs> which. So I did some research because we know unincorporated like areas, mm-hmm. which are oftentimes fall under the category of CDPs. Um, but an unincorporated community is a community that has a similar, similar social, social ideology within, uh, a municipality. Right. So now we have this whole nother distinction. So like, I really just wanted to do bread loaf community initially as a town, but the Wikipedia page was just, it is a community within Ripton without any other information. Which is very frustrating. So, so Ripton, everything is named Breadloaf, and then within Ripton, there's an unincorporated area known as Breadloaf. Breadloaf—that's what it seems like. Okay. Um, and I also went to their TripAdvisor page to see what's going on and uh, hiking. Okay, that's kind of that's the, nice. So the the real Bakeries? big thing. Yeah, I don't. That's what I thought. I thought they were gonna have like really nice bakeries or something, like but really bread themed things. No, they all have gluten allergies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one can actually make. <laughs> if you got a gluten allergy, you cannot hike this mountain. Okay, <laughs> just die instantly. <laughs> um, so interestingly, so I mentioned the Bread Loaf School of English, which again disappointment to the lost opportunity at comedy, um, but. The Breadloaf School of English is part of Middlebury College, and uh, which is based in Middlebury, Vermont, which is right next to Ripton. And it's the town over. It's not a city. I, I fact-checked. And Middlebury College puts on the Middlebury Breadloaf Writers Conference, which was founded in 1926, which has been called by the New Yorker the oldest and most pre- prestigious writing conference in the country. Uh, what are they writing about? Just bread, anything in general. Bread I, recipes. I, it's the. I like to imagine they only allow thirteen people in. It's the bakers, dozen. It's a big. That's uh, that's their city council. They call it the bakers dozen. It's thirteen people. So, but, but the conference uh, inception is closely associated with Robert Frost who attended a total of 29 session, sessions and most notably taught at Pinkerton Academy, my high school, from 1906 to 1911. Which, you know, you knew that. If you saw Maxim's face, Maxim's face, he uh, he knew it was coming. As soon as I said Robert Frost. <laughs> I just thought, it's it's funny that I like roast you from being from New Hampshire and being proud of it because it just, for me, I realized it just comes off like I just hate Connor's upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Connor's whole background, disgusting. <laughs> just kidding. So, we have, uh, so... <laughs> I don't hate him. <laughs> I do a show with him every week. <laughs> so, we got, we got, a. Uh... I don't hate you either. I feel like I should say that. It's like, <laughs> you know, I hate you though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have, so Frost bought, the, Robert Frost's grandparents bought a farm in Derry, which is where my high school was. And then he taught at Pinkerton from 1906 to 1911. Then in 1911 to 1962, Frost was up in Ripton. And uh, the real big thing is uh, on the Bread Loaf School of English Wikipedia page, it says he, Robert Frost, purchased a 150-acre farm in the immediate vicinity of the college, uh, now owned by Middlebury College and known as the Robert Frost Farm. And shots fired because there is a Robert Frost Farm in Derry 
And that is the Robert Frost Farm. So there's two the Robert Frost Farms. Yeah, but this website didn't say a Robert Frost. They were this Wikipedia. The, the Robert Frost Farm. And um, which one's the real one? We should take that to Instagram. I'm. <laughs> we should. That should be a poll. You should just start farm beef. Farm beef. Farm, farm beef. beets. Farm beets. Farm brock. Yeah. Um, I just to to wrap up on this town. Uh, I went to the website of Ripton, not a whole lot going on. The only thing on their upcoming events page is uh, Tuesday, March 3rd, which has already happened now, is Super the Tuesday. Vermont primary. Yes, exactly. So that's the only thing going on in this place. Who do you, uh, right yeah. Okay. So uh, that is Ripton. Bread-themed mountain. Bread-loaf Bread mountain. Bread-loaf everything. Um, how much, how important is Robert Frost? He seems real. He went to Harvard, but didn't finish. I didn't know that. Because uh, I feel like this, like, like to have two things as trivial as farms arguing about who is the genuine farm of this man. He must have contributed a lot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But I'm not a literary. Not everyone's arguing about this farm. I am arguing about this farm. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, but he was like the American poet for a while. He was like the guy when you look at American poetry. Okay. I'm like, oh, you're from America? Do you know about Robert Frost? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like for the I've probably read about Roses are red. one Robert Frost poem, but I know a ton. Like I I I feel like that's a very famous name. Yeah, it's definitely a famous name. It's I like, know Jack Frost. Okay. <laughs> like are they any rela- are they related to I, each other? <laughs> <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. I know who Robert Frost is, what about you? <laughs> you think he introduced himself? He's like, Robert Frost, Jack Frost, no relation. <laughs> no relation. Yeah, I mean. I would do that. Would you? <sighs> if I was being brought up at a comedy show as Robert Frost, I'd be like, will you please say no relation to Robert Frost? <laughs> or Jack Frost when you bring him on stage? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> if you had to eat a... If you had to hike to the top of this mountain and eat a loaf of bread, what type of bread would it be? Caleb? I'm going to go with um, my favorite bread, Hardle bread. It's Jamaican what? bread. Hardle? Hardo. Hardo. Hardo bread. Ooh, or Is it like hard dough, but not quite? It, 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 if you search Hardo, it literally is like hard dough yeah. bread. It's just they say it differently. Oh, it seems like. okay, okay. And like... It, it looks very firm. It is. It's like Big Texas bread, but thick. Big, I don't even know what Big like Texas the, bread Like the Texas cut bread. Okay. The oh, big slices, oh, yeah. It's the stuff that you use on French toast. Yeah. Yes. But but the Hardo bread is like, it's like a, almost like a, like... Oh, so it kind of looks like white or sourdough bread, but like yeah, thick. You can, like just looking at this, I can tell how dense it is. Yeah, it's it's dense. Like if you threw this at somebody, you're breaking their nose, <laughs> like straight up. And <laughs> hikers murdered with hard dough bread <laughs> on Bread Loaf Mountain. Exactly. <laughs> or some bun. That's Ooh. that's bread with cherry cherries baked into it. Ooh. You that know too good. much about bread. I don't want to <laughs> talk about bread now with an aficionado here. You came with three breads I've never heard about in one minute. <laughs> Jamaicans like their bread, yeah. apparently. Yeah, I just was, I grew up with it. <laughs> I would eat, uh, my favorite is sourdough, which is very like 
Oh yeah, I'm definitely Polish. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, I feel like I'd have to shout out buckwheat bread because our friend Andrew will not stop talking about it. I've never had it. I'd probably have naan because in theory, that also means I just went to an Indian food buffet, Ooh. which I love. I mean, <laughs> Your I voice love Indian food buffets. It's so good. Now that you mention it, though, I'm gonna, I might change my answer. If I could just have a stack of warm pita, I would oh, eat that end, endlessly. If I could just have a warm stack of pita malark. What's malark? The Hunger Games? Pita oh. malark. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I know Maxim. Maxim doesn't get any of my Harry Potter. Re- no, Maxim gets in. <laughs> does not appreciate to the extent he should my Harry Potter references. <laughs> he doesn't engage. So the fact that... <laughs> He's a closeted Potter fan. A little bit, but not that much. Not as much as this guy. It's, it's, it's uh, I play the, he plays the voice of reason to my, uh, fangirl. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I feel like, you know, we should keep the show rolling. But real quick, I'm going to say the Hunger Games is a blatant ripoff. The Japanese Battle Royale by Kaushun mm, yep. Takami. Oh, I watched um, that. That shit was crazy. The book is a fucking you should amazing. Also it's know really great. they're <laughs> making a, they're making a new series of Hunger Games that's taking place before the movies, the the books came oh, out. So that it's more or less for movie rights. They're like they're writing them. She, the author, is writing them for the movie. So, don't Jennifer Lawrence, which is the whole appeal of why I fell in love with the Hunger Games in the first place. Yeah, that was like the first movie I saw her in. She always just looked confused to me. The whole entire time. Like, she's just trying to figure it out. Like, even when she's like, she's doing shit. She's like, I don't know if this is going to work, but PETA, where are you? <laughs> On top of Breadloaf Mountain with me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've only seen the, the a little bit of the first movie, and it was the scene where she leaves her shitty little town to go to the Capitol. Mm. And my only thought was, Wow, what a critique on American capitalism. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my only takeaway from this was purely socialist. <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. That's the, there's no thing more moving yeah. in all of cinema. Me! Me! <laughs> I'll do it! I volunteer! <laughs> okay. All right. You ready, Caleb? Yeah, yeah, let's do this. All right. Um. So... I uh, spent a good amount of time in a little fun town uh, in the middle of nowhere that goes by the name of uh, Hayes, Kansas. Also, Hayes, America. Um, it's in the it's it's in Kansas, basically. Why are you there? You're from Colorado Springs. I'm from right? Colorado Springs. Okay. Uh, raised there, not born. Um, I uh, I was there for school. I wanted to see if I was smart. And uh, <laughs> what school is out there? Uh, Fort Hayes, uh, university. Yeah, Fort Hayes University. Okay, it's 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 probably like Middlebury College, where not a lot of people know that it's really good at something yeah. more specific. It's it's, I think it's really good at, I think engineering because there's a lot of uh, Saudis out there. I was kicking it with them. They're my homies. We play soccer together. And graphic design. This were, is why I went out there. Were they oh, okay. like uh, foreign exchange students or were they, were they Saudi yeah, they Americans? Were for, uh, they were foreign exchange students. And then there was like a huge, like when I say a huge, I was so fucking surprised. There's a whole bunch of Chinese people out there. Interesting. Like, I feel like fire ass Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Lee is like, we'll see about that. <laughs> 
She's like, I'm going to go check it out. But I imagine <laughs> if you're a foreign exchange student looking for an American experience. Oh, yeah. And you go to the middle of Kansas. To find it. Yeah, that's, I feel like this, your reality and expectations are not overlapping. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yo, when I went there, the, when I, my first week there, they were like, all right, students, be careful about how much alcohol you consume. Last year, somebody passed out and got ran over on the train track. There's just one train track in the whole entire town. I'm going to say it's not like a passenger train. It's like a freight yeah, train. Yeah, a freight line. train. Like, how do you, how, how fucked up do you have to be to not hear that coming? Oh my God. That's like uh, the subway posters that are like, last year, three people died on the yes. subway, walking between cars in the subway. It's like in a town of one train track, that's like an industrial train. You have to be trying. You have to, to yeah. That was like, that was, it was, he didn't, that was an accident. He did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put this on us. You, he this. wanted to do this. Oh, and then the other thing was, you can't, you can't walk across the field and train like cross the train tracks you have to go off of like specific things because it's a federal crime to oh cross. yeah right. train tracks i yeah. would do that because i use when i ran in oregon we also have a had a train track by our campus and i would like hop well i shouldn't incriminate myself you i did nothing <laughs> i did not i i'll say i did not you saw people i I was around and I saw some people. I did not cross the tracks to get to a road on the other side to run up some hills. I never, ever once did that across. I, but I, I remember seeing the signs when I did not do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> Such a good boy. Um, But so, yeah, so okay. there was just like, yeah, there's, there's a lot crazy things that go on in a small town like that. It was the first time I've ever been in a small town <laughs> okay. like that. How, how small is it? The population? Population. All right. So I looked up the population and it didn't give me the population when there aren't any students in oh, that town. Interesting. Just because I think like they just want to make it seem like they, there's a lot more people. <laughs> yeah. And this is from the 2010 census, mm-hmm. I think, but there's, 20,845, mm-hmm. which seems like a big town. Yeah. But I promised you, <laughs> like, I feel like it's way more spread. They, like, just did the, that's whole, the whole Ellis County. That's what County Hayes, Kansas oh, is in. So, okay. like, I don't think they did an accurate of the actual. Yeah, I wonder how that works with, like, census data. Cause I feel like New York, too, if you did that, or like a, a lot of towns for that matter. I'm going to. It was Fort Hayes State University. Yeah, there are fifteen thousand students there. No, that's the that's the uh, I I looked that up. That's like people enrolled. You have to go with on campus. On campus, There's, oh, on okay, campus, true. it's four thousand five hundred and eleven. Okay. okay, so it, it, the town population is like maybe sixteen thousand, maybe I, less. Like, but it feels like I only I only saw the same people every day when I went to the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> or the Mickey Donald Mick, Mickey D's. Okay, <laughs> there's there's no Wendy's there. Like it's a small like. I don't believe this. I didn't believe the numbers. I don't believe the numbers. Hey, we, we proved Wikipedia wrong before. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, someone's in there in Fort Hayes just trying to hype the shit out of that tiny <laughs> town. Right. Nah, we twenty deep, twenty thou deep. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a, it's, I feel like I, I never went back. I only did one year there mm-hmm. and I, I, so I can't tell you how it's like in the summer, 
nor would mm-hmm. I ever want to tell you what it's like in the summer. <laughs> um, Where'd you spend your summer? Oh, I spent it in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Nothing. <laughs> I got drunk. <laughs> I don't remember anything. This is basically where you go to figure out you're an alcoholic. It's <laughs> um, a good way to put it. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So I, I went there for a year. I hung out. Hung out with the 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 farm folk i love you know what as much as i'm shitting on the town i don't regret my time there because i met a lot of really 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 cool people there that i would have never ever expected mm-hmm. and i found out how much a cow costs <laughs> how much does a cow cost 3k holy shit that, yup <laughs> i'm not that surprised 3K, considering three to like 250 for a full like bovine uh, Oh. I want to say my cat when I adopted my cat, he was fifty dollars. <laughs> so you, you pay could for get your cat. A Do you milk your cat? Do well, you... <laughs> yeah. No cat milk, and we shouldn't we shouldn't milk cows either. But can you milk me? <laughs> Have you seen Meet the Parents? I hope you're looking like that was. No, it's I a haven't. reference. If you've seen Meet the Parents, you get the oh, yeah, reference. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. If I that sounds super weird. If no can one got milk the cat. <laughs> That's that's a line from. He goes, "Can you milk the cat?" He goes, "She's lying about it." No. And meet the parents. Uh, Robert De Niro, the dad of the the parents in the situation, is uh, making fun of Ben Stiller, the his daughter's mm-hmm. boyfriend, for being a male nurse. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, what do you like?" He delivers babies and helps like breastfeeding. He's like, "Well, can you can you milk the cat? Can you milk the cat?" He goes, "Yeah, probably probably with enough time. Could you milk me?" Like, <laughs> you should watch it. You should. It's great. I want to go. I'm gonna go watch Meet the Falkers now. Oh yeah, that's a good. They've they have three of them. There were three yeah. of them, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so where in Kansas in the whole of the you can get sixty cats for the. <laughs> That's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> you were quiet for a minute. Was... <laughs> 60 cats for the price of one cow. Which would you rather? Two types of people. <laughs> Two types of people. Anyway, continue. Uh, it's in the, um, the northwestern part of Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 20 uh, kilometers. Okay, we're mostly metric listeners. Okay, good. Good, yeah. But also for those people who like um, it American style, oh, yeah, thank God. Which not twelve us. miles. Twelve miles. Twelve miles large. Like it's oh, okay. twelve square miles. Yeah, twelve square miles. Oh, okay, okay. Very well, nice. There's a couple in the like I didn't want to get like it's twelve point seven nine four zero zero three, but mm-hmm. I mean like who really cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the largest northwestern city in Kansas. Okay. Um, it's, uh, let's see. Yeah, it only has one university, which is Fort Hayes State <laughs> I would, University. I would hope so. It would be crazy if there was multiple. <laughs> There's just 80 micro-universities. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it has a community college, which is not surprising. But um, it had a really interesting uh, origin story. Mm-hmm. So, like, I might get a little history nerdy because okay. it fucks mm-hmm. with the history. Yeah. All right. So basically, uh, the U.S. Army established a fort called Fort Fletcher and later changed it to uh, honor a brigade general by the name of Alexander Hayes. He had big, big dick energy. Yeah. Okay. That sounds super familiar. All right. I did a little bit of history about Alexander Hayes. So basically, 
homie was just like killing it on the battlefield he fought against the i was curious to see was he fighting against the native americans or was he fighting mm. against the confederates he was holding it down for the north fighting the confederates oh okay all right so base i don't know why he's out there because it doesn't seem like the confederates were really like yeah i was gonna say i don't remember in making it that yeah. far west well the, but, there were territories at that time and they kind of it was like who gets to them first like got to protect it oh uh, yeah okay so like basically he was known for like his his charisma. He had really great, great charisma on the battlefield. He got, hey, look at me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys chill? You want to shoot stuff? <laughs> he he, uh, he got sick on the battlefield at one point, and um, he like had to step away for two months, and he basically came back when he was blind in one eye and had one fucked up arm. Mm-hmm. His horse got shot from under him twice, in one, I was in one battle. I was like, "Who's giving him these horses?" <laughs> Here, sorry about that one. Try again. <laughs> he he was perfectly fine with that. Like he perfect. Like he, perf- he no one ever. He never got hurt from any of that. Um, oh my god! Yeah, he was killing it, and he was known his his last. I forgot what the, his last battle was, but he was known in his uh his biggest battle, his biggest thing where he fought. He was fighting drunk. And he uh he, he won the battle and he also grabbed the Confederate flag. He mm-hmm. was so excited that he won, grabbed the Confederate flag, just dragged it across the, the battlefield. Damn. He was just like, whoa, just shooting. He kissed his uh he kissed his his assistant guy who follows him around on the cheek, went on the horse, grabbed the Confederate flag, and just dragged it all around. Big I, dick energy. I fuck with this guy. <laughs> right? <Cool. laughs> yeah. I, I was just thinking as you're talking about the war, once I was transported back to Pinkerton because I feel like I've heard about this guy. I feel like I was transported back to history class in high school. But also, uh, I know this warfare had advanced past the revolutionary style of like people like marching in groups, mm-hmm. like straight lines like the British did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always thought, I just thought it'd be funny, you know, if they're like marching straight lines, that means they're a sideline. So they could have like cheerleaders. They could have like rah, yeah, rah exactly. people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, go Woo! kill, fight. I believe fight. there were situations where that wasn't uncommon because it would be like two armies meet yeah. in a battlefield and it's like they a low a valley. And yeah. then people would come and be like, okay, let's go. Go watch go the check war. It out. Have a barbecue. Well, that's a, cause that was, those were days where it was like, okay, Let's see what happens. And then, like, I mean, if you see defeat, like, it's just like, okay, well, they're in charge of us now. <laughs> do what they tell us. Yeah, I guess it's better to know do? firsthand than secondhand. Yeah. Like, if you're now under a new rule. But I I like to imagine them, like, you know, in the colonial style marching. And then, like, on the sides, like, really modern cheerleaders, like, like high school football type cheerleaders. <laughs> just like, yeah, go. <laughs> they, like, see, I'm imagining people just like sitting in lawn chairs, like with a shandy, yeah. <laughs> just like watching the whole thing go down. Like, whoo, his head split open. That was a crazy yeah, shot. That was, right? that, yeah. I imagine like time travelers, like with binoculars, <laughs> just like, oh yeah, wait, wait, wait for this one. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> nice shot. Nice shot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so is he, he, is he dragging that Confederate flag? Is is he drunk? Is he <laughs> drunk? Oh my God, look at him. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, uh, he was, he had a lot of energy on the battlefield. Uh, so they named the, they renamed the fort after that. And then, um, the, tr- the railroad that we were talking about, that one railroad, yeah. mm-hmm. they were moving that in and there were three, they were organizing three city townships around mm-hmm. that this railroad 
and they moved um they moved it the fort closer to it they i don't know how you move a fort but they move a, the fort closer to the train tracks and then <clears throat> buffalo bill mm-hmm. and actually i wrote some- the serial killer <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh dang I, I all right i know what i did so buffalo bill and his lesser famous uh partner somebody Rome web or whatever they, oh come on you gotta have a better name than that i was like raccoon ron <laughs> oh yeah right. this dude was like how to okay it's william webb Okay, right. that's pretty cool. As long as there's an alliteration still. Yeah. He's a spider-themed guy. <laughs> he was the inspiration for Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Not William Webb. It was William Rose. Buffalo Bill, Cody, and William Rose founded a little settlement mm-hmm. called Rome, Kansas. Okay. In 1867, right? Yeah. And then the great out- cholera outbreak of... 1867 mm-hmm. town just demolished yeah and everybody went up the street like it was literally a mile away to fort hayes to hayes city okay hey they i don't know when they changed it i was trying to figure out when they changed <laughs> fort hayes to hayes city and what was the, they basically hayes city was right next to fort well, next to fort hayes mm-hmm. and rome like no one was really kicking it in hayes city until the cholera outbreak Gotcha. And then everybody was like, you know what? Fuck Rome. We're going to Hayes City. Everyone, everyone's sick in Rome. Let's all leave and <laughs> go to Hayes. And yeah. they're all sick people there. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> Basically. And then uh, that's when that's when Hayes really started popping off. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think of the wild, wild west and cowboys and gunslingers and yeah. all that, the Hayes, Hayes was the spot. Ooh. It was going down. So they had a lot of uh, famous people there. Um, Would you say it was like a yeehaw place? It was definitely a yeehaw place. It was yeehaw. Yeehaw, yeehaw. There's a... All right, so I'm going to name off some of... like These are basically... When I typed in famous people from Hayes, mm-hmm. these were like basically the only famous people from okay. Hayes okay. to this day. If it's Robert Frost as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> his homie Jack. <laughs> um, They had a... Elizabeth Bacon Custer, that's... Uh, oh, Custer, Colonel Custer's yeah, wife? Yeah, George Armstrong Custer's wife. Okay. They're, they're from there. Um, Calamity Jane. Ooh. She, see, yeah, she, you, okay. you probably know, because, like, it's, a, like, Midwest oh, yeah. history. Mm-hmm. So, basically, she's a frontiers woman and a spy. Oh, okay. And she was in the army, and she was just, like, a... The Crocodile Dundee. Okay. Of the planes, and she she just was killing it. She had she also she I would say big dick energy, but I'm just gonna you know what fuck that. She had big clit energy. <laughs> she was out there <laughs> killing it the whole entire time. Um, Calamity Jane, look her up. And then there's Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. He was from there. They aren't from there. They just aboted there oh, okay. for the longest time. Gotcha. Like there, that's the reason why it was famous. And Wild Bill Hickok. Who was sheriff there? And oh, he, uh, cool. good name. That's like a name yeah, that has a mustache. Names. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yo, Wild Bill Hickok. Actually, I'm he comes pretty out sure of the womb he with does. a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> look at this. Look at this man. He was a. a oh yeah. Does he have a mustache? Thing? That's he has a nice. Oh wow. Right he there. looks like a Williamsburg hippie. <laughs> 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 what punk band are you in, man? The Hickok. 
Wild Bill Ben. <laughs> so basically, this guy is famous because he well he wasn't a folk hero at the time, but he was on his way to becoming a folk hero. He uh he was a wagon master. Mm-hmm. So he, when people pioneers were coming out, he was in the front shooting engines. Saving people, shooting rattlesnakes, I assume. Wagon Master is such a cool title. It is a cool title. Also, I love the image of this guy sitting on the like the front of a wagon train <laughs> shooting individual rattlesnakes. Like <laughs> like if you can spot them like five hundred meters away. <laughs> like sharp shooting. Who's shooting, Ma? Oh, it's just <laughs> just Wild Bill shooting them snakes again. <laughs> um he was a spy, he was a scout, a lawman, a gunfighter, a gambler. And an actor. Whoa. Yeah, he did it all. Damn. Yeah. Was he also a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> he had to be. He's the sheriff. Like I'm going to add gunman and spy to my uh, Instagram <laughs> bio listing. The best way to be a good spy is definitely to tell everyone you're a spy. <laughs> I was going to be like, I'm an engineer, cat dad, spy, gunman, comedian, what? podcast host. Did you say cat dad? I said cat dad, yep. Yeah, yeah. Did not say a, not not spy, not spy. Cat, cat you're right. Dad. Not not cow dad either. Cat, not cow. <laughs> Fuck cows. Are you gonna be a cat sales person? I I don't think you need to really sell cats. I think that people they just sell want themselves. them. They sell the cats. <laughs> sell cats themselves. Just look at it. Just look at it. You just open the the box. Like you want this cat? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sell I, me I on this cat. cat. Just look at it. <laughs> yeah. Look at it. Watch this. I'm gonna throw him a little toy. He's like, <laughs> yeah. All right, I want the cat. I'm sold. This is a cute cat. Um, basically, yeah. So those were some of the famous people at that time that happened in 1869 where Wild Bill Hickok, the spy extraordinaire, (laughs) became a sheriff. Um, I'd vote for him today. I would too. Yeah. Um, a little bit of Hayes's dark side. It was known as like, they didn't, they don't talk about it in the town. I wouldn't either. (laughs) <laughs> but it was no. It used to be known as a sundown town. Uh oh. Which so, I don't know. I'm not. You don't familiar. know. You, you don't know. It's okay. You're from the East Coast. They probably didn't have it. So it basically means that if you are black and the sun goes down, you better stick to the shadows because they're they're just gonna hunt oh. you down. It, it, there were oh. communities established to be basically whites only yes. to discourage black people from being there. Like you, I don't think you could explicitly prevent them from being there, yeah. but oh. you could be like. This is a place you don't want to be. Yeah, that's interesting. That was like uh, Oregon uh, when they oh, wrote yeah. their original state constitution. It was legal to be black in the state if you were already living there, but you could not move there. Really? Yeah. Oregon was, has a super racist history. Oh, yeah. People it's really crazy. people look yeah. at it like the liberal utopia. I lived in Portland, Oregon for a little while. Um, and yeah, there was like there into the late 90s and early 2000s, there were still like racist uh uh, wording in the state constitution, Portland, Oregon had redlining till I think like the eighties or so it was like, yeah, it's even though it has this image, like the Portlandia mm-hmm. image. Now there's a lot of history that is glossed well, over a lot but, of, a lot of rural Oregon and Washington and Idaho has a lot of white supremacists, like militia groups. Yeah. And like, they like wow. a lot, like, I think they call it like Cascadia. That's like their own, like that's their dream, like Nazi state out there. It's crazy. <laughs> it's uh yeah, no, Portland's done a def, I mean, or- Portland and Oregon have done a really good job branding themselves as like a, a liberal haven, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, there's a lot more going on, but we're not talking about yeah. Oregon right now. <laughs> I mean, Yo. next episode, I do a bunch of research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I did not know that at yeah. all. Um, yeah, so they basically uh, 
they never had any signs up, but it was just they just had that reputation. Mm-hmm. They're just like, if you go to Hayes, you better leave before the Hayes comes down. Um, let's see what else that was interesting. Okay, so this is just some like. Actually, we'll we'll go we'll, we'll we're gonna keep it a little Caucasian right now. <laughs> <laughs> In two thousand three, uh, Ellis County was. Hayes is in Ellis County. I should say that right mm-hmm. now. But um, in 2003, Ellis County was proclaimed to be the official German capital of Kansas. Ooh. Yes. I'm all about weird capitals yes. on this show. German, the German what? capital of Kansas. Does that mean a lot of German people live there? Yeah. Fuck tons. Let me... Let me <laughs> fuck tons. It's like Leavenworth, Washington almost? Yeah, right. <laughs> like... Oktoberfest is like a full like huge. I was there for Oktoberfest. Yeah, it was. You thought it was Christmas, like that's yeah. Leavenworth, Washington. We talked about, and they decorated their whole. They redesigned their whole town to look like Bavaria, Germany. No, yeah, yeah. So, I like that. So they these places should be like uh, sister cities. Yeah, or sister they towns. Yeah, they should bump uglies. <laughs> 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 um basically um, let me figure out when the germans pulled up yeah <laughs> in 1886 basically the buck buck germans pulled up mm. and uh they uh they do you do you, do you yeah, hear, I that? hear that you hear, I hear that? that i don't we we got music I can hear music. Did you remember this happened at your on. house too? And I, I don't know if it comes in on the recording. We're having you, a weird you hear audio without mode. without the headphones. No. I think it's just some weird interference coming through. Uh, we'll, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not gonna worry about it. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. I heard it was like a little yeah. snare in the back. Yeah, like, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, your roommate. Can, I can hear your roommate's music from here. It must be bumping like blasting. <laughs> and I'm like, we. This happens from time to time. Sometimes it's just the headphones. We don't. We don't know. I think we should become paranormal investigators. If our <gasps> equipment is already doing this so well. It's hip hop. You got hip hop ghosts. <laughs> We're hip hop ghost hunters. <laughs> Oh, um, fuck. I want that to be a thing now. That'd be so funny. Like, all the episodes are in bed <laughs> <laughs> This is They say that the ghost of Biggie. <laughs> <This is> so- <laughs> all right. No, so back to the Germans. They pulled up to uh, in ni- 1886, and they basically changed the way of living in Hayes, Kansas. They made it more traditional. I don't want to say boring, but boring. <laughs> Conservative. Um, no more ways of the wild west. It was just like a family thing. Um, they brought, they brought a lot of fun things with them. Like, what was the name of that potato? <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to name some breads when this episode, <laughs> no, episode's no, it was, gone. It was, uh, turkey red wheat. Turkey red wheat? Yes. It's a winter wheat. Oh, okay. And it was like I guess these Germans were from uh like like where I don't know if Germany and Russia meet, but it was like they brought these things from Russia even though they were German. Mm-hmm. And they just started growing them in Kansas and it took and they were just making a whole bunch of wheat. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Bread theme. Bread, Bread theme. theme. <laughs> 
What was your uh, experience like being there? Do you have any town insights um, from being a college student there? Yeah, there is this like, besides a handful of people that I miss, there was this, there was this taco delivery place oh. that I missed. So what, what was much. it called? <sighs> taco stand. Just taco stand. Taco stand. It was like That's I forgot. Name. It was like it was super basic. And when the the snow never left, that was one thing that really stuck out to me. Like, really? Like I learned how to build an igloo there. Whoa. In Kansas. Yeah. When my one of the what? guys that lived on my like, yeah, the snow just doesn't go. Like it's so flat. That, oh, there's like, no wind blockage yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah, it just sits there. I once drove through Kansas. I was on like a road trip from Boulder to Tampa. I'm sorry. I, it was it was dope. We went through the south, so it was cool. But okay. on the way back, we went from Tulsa back to Denver, Boulder area. And in Kansas, there was a blizzard. They shut down I-70, so I had to take a back road. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to take me 10 hours to get from Tulsa to Denver. It ended up taking 13 because it took me an extra three hours to drive through Kansas. And what struck me was I took the side road and I drove for 50 miles on a one inch thick sheet of ice with my car. And the wind was so strong. Yep. My car was moving horizontally on the ice like it was sliding. You, wow. you can use that as an excuse. So I fun fact, while I was in Kansas, I was refing. Refing uh, what? Basketball. Okay. Yeah. OK. And so I was really afraid because I was going to tiny towns, like even tinier, tinier mm-hmm. towns where I'm 100% sure that I was the first black person that they ever saw. <laughs> Hands down. Damn. Hands the fuck down. They were like, oh my God. Like the only, the first, the other, any, the only other, other time that they see black people is off of MTV. <laughs> if their T, if, if their town got cable. Whoa. <laughs> and so like, I like to think they don't have internet either. Yeah. It's just like, it's only MTV. It's only MTV. <laughs> they only get their black facts from MTV. <laughs> um, so yeah, we I remember driving to some of these towns and literally I could feel the car slow down because we were driving against the wind and the wind would just push us back. Jeez. We're driving next to a semi. It was it was insane just because like if you drove next to a se- semi, right? They're blocking that wind. The moment you like coming from behind that from behind the semi, mm-hmm. you were like your car oh, yeah. is just veering off. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And then there's a whole bunch of drafters. Like, and the the um like the snow piles with the when the wind kicks it up, it's like you can't see from the snow. Like if it's just blizzarding down on you, it's yeah. fine. But when the snow drifts just blow across the road, there you it's it's you, a wrap. No, yeah, it's it's deadly. I was surprised. It's like I've driven through the Colorado mountains in every condition imaginable and driving in a blizzard in Kansas was the worst driving of my life. It's terrifying. And there's been times when I'm driving in Colorado, I'm like, I should be dead right now. But like in Kansas, I couldn't even get in my car because it was like my tires were frozen into the snow. Cause it was just like, it was the weather. There's not the best. I got news for you, Caleb. Uh, you didn't make it. This is the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. This is your final check-in before you get reincarnated. (laughs) (laughs) If you had to be reincarnated, what would you be? Ooh, I think, I think probably another person, but I feel like I would want to be a totally different person. Like Like where? Like where? I think I would want to be a, let's see, I'd probably pick a cool place. I want to be Hawaiian. Hawaiian? You want to be Hawaiian? Born with naturally great tans? Come on. (laughs) <laughs> come on come on i don't know i'd probably i feel like what i hear it 
Nothing's showing up on our monitor. It's like it's definitely some rap. Yeah, it's future two chains. (laughs) (laughs) Another another uh, more proof that this is the afterlife. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, I would be uh like somewhere exotic, like Singapore, Mm. Singaporean. I definitely would would want, would want to be a girl. I feel like it would be cool to get that other. If I get to like maintain some memories, like if every time you die you get a check in and you have a log of all your lives I'll, together, yeah. I would want to like switch it up and try the other side. All right, that'd be tight. That'd be tight. What about you? No, <laughs> person. I don't know. A, a, a dog. I can a let dog? Them know. A, Yo, a dog. Dogs have it. I feel easy. like I feel like I would be fine. I'm not a huge fan of. I I'm indifferent about dogs. Okay. But I feel like being a dog would be fantastic. <laughs> My opinion on dogs, I don't care for them unless I am one. <laughs> I am loving it. <laughs> think about it. You're like, you're home all day. Someone picks up your shit. Yeah. Literally. They take you for walk. Like if I'm in a, with a good family in like rural America, small Ooh. town America, not, not too small, like... East Coast, Colorado. I wouldn't pick Seattle. East Coast as a dog. I'd pick yeah. West. West, yeah. Colorado what you, West. Only a yeah. West Coast dog. What? What do you? Have you ever seen like not a New York dog? Not a, no, yeah. no, no, no. Like no. a like a New Hampshire like suburb family dog. I'm sure they're happy. Oh yeah. No, like nothing beats just like running through a forest as a dog. Like, have you seen your <laughs> yeah. dog? Like, have you? Do you have so a dog? Like Northern California. Yeah. Okay. Tell me what's up. West Side Dog, what's good? <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> Bow wow, bitch. <laughs> In my mind, see, the East Coast, when I imagine what your hometown looks like, Connor, I imagine... Uh, Kevin McAllister's home from Home Alone. I think everyone lives Does in a house like that. in Chicago? <laughs> No, or like an a yes, suburb of Chicago. In, in my brain, that's what like yeah. Connecticut looks like. like a, a Connecticut or in New Hampshire, just all the East Coast spots. I imagine just like everybody just has the woods in their backyard, and it's mm-hmm. just like a fuck ton of trees where you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. But you don't know who else is out there looking through the forest in your back sliding door window. You could. That is, as like a little child, I had that fear. Like. That's my but, fear right now. Whenever I like see stuff like that, I'm like, "Who's out there?" That's what I don't like about the South. It's it's like that, but it has this like danker, like creepier yeah. vibe to it. Yeah, like, a lot of history there. Because I feel like in like mountains, like up like north and like in the west, like you, it's like got that crisp pine forest feeling. Like mm. ah, this is just nice. But when you go down south, it's like, all right, this is a swamp, and there's some magical thing who wants me dead, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're closing in on an hour. Wow. Folks. Do you have any fact you want to wrap up on? Um, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, any fun stuff happening? In- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to go kick it back to the Cretaceous period. I don't know if I said that right. Crustaceous. Cres- cre- I think it's this, this one right here. Oh, C R E T A. C E O U S, right? Yeah. Crust. I wish it was crustaceous because that would go with the bread yeah. theme. We'll just call it Crust. crustaceous. Crustaceous Crust. fossil <laughs> in, in, uh, in Kansas and is basically known. Basically, they found this fossil with of, of a fish, like a dinosaur fish. Mm-hmm. And then there was another fossil of a fish inside that fish. So there's a fish within a fish. And Hayes is known for the fish in a fish fossil? Yes. How big is the first fish? Uh, Huge. Huge as fuck. Uh, (laughs) 
huge. I don't know. Like, I know that scale. Yeah, that's, I have the hugest fuck scale. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's right there on the wall. Yeah, huge, it's huge, small, kind of big, large, our, uh, our, uh, huge as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> huge as fuck. Our uh, first guest in the show, Olivia, actually, her town, she talked about fish fossils as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, Hayes was in the, like, during, like, Pangea and all that stuff. And when, not Pangea, but, like, when the yeah, dinosaurs yeah, yeah. were around, Hayes was at the bottom of the ocean. But this also confuses me because Colorado, the state right next to it, has a whole bunch of, like, land dinosaurs, mm-hmm. like Stegosaurus and oh. all this stuff. So I'm just like, how does this work? How, how yeah, did this happen? I think the Rockies are what like the ele- mm. the extra elevation is what set it apart like, okay yeah i think it was i mean it's, yeah and then um, well we'll look into some earth science after yeah. this well, <laughs> we'll just check it out and then uh there's a there's a there's a a buffalo i forgot what the, there's a buffalo gang buffalo bill no like buffalo like real buffalo oh <laughs> like, like there's like there's still a shit ton of buffalo there Ooh. and um they actually uh there's a rare white bison that that goes by the name of ghostbuster and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like That's to think cool. they, the buffalo gave uh themselves <laughs> their, their own name like, like what should we call him uh i have a name and it is ghostbuster <laughs> and he shall be now known as ghostbuster but yeah and that it's it's pretty rare to have like an albino buffalo because uh Yep, there he is. <laughs> that happens out of every six hundred thousand uh, wow. births. Damn. Yeah. So magic. Very, very rare. He's <laughs> should have gone by Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> He's a pink dolphin of uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. I mean, of buffaloes, bisons. But yeah, that was a. Uh, that's pretty much. There's not a lot happening in uh, Kansas. <laughs> you gave us a lot of research. That was good. Thank you for right, cool. thank you for yeah, digging thank you into for it. your facts. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for coming on and giving us your info. I, oh, it has the number one ranked library in the the state. Ooh, which I don't. I mean, I guess it makes Low sense because you're in Kansas. It's run by Buffalo. <laughs> it's run by nothing but Buffalo in there. But, All right. Um, well, I yeah. think we're uh, we're it's time for our ad break. <laughs> Ad break. This ad break is brought to you by us on YouTube. Find us, Small Town Radio, on YouTube. And um, everywhere else we listen to podcasts because that's, you know, podcasts are still audio formats. Um, nice. Uh, I, today I'm sponsored by my personal sticker collection. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we have stickers. You, If you leave us a five-star review, if you suggest a town, if you send in photos of one of the towns you've been to, I will send you stickers. Hit us up on Instagram, uh, IA77Fan on Apple Podcasts. Please, please reach out. I'll get you your stickers. Um, Taylor? Brought to you by stickers in general. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm sponsored by Shorzy's garlic sauce. Um, <laughs> it's what I saw. And, uh, you know, you ever hunted by uh, vampires, just rub yourself in some garlic sauce. <laughs> rub it down. So, uh, Caleb is referencing this bottle of salsa. Oh. It was, it was a salsa that my sister got to me. Uh, brought to me from New Mexico. Okay. I'm a big garlic salsa fan. Uh, I'm a salsa fan in general, and I love garlic. And I, I don't think allergic. she's ever listened to the podcast. Okay. But this was kind of a shout out to her. Okay. Um, but yeah, I use it now too. Please, please no unauthorized pod, podcast shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah, what? No. We're not talking don't, about small talk town about dick radio this time. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's small town. Right. I almost bleeped it when I was editing it. This I can still week. bleep it. It hasn't gone out yet. Yo, oh, can true. I change my uh, sponsorship to Bro Ships and uh, <laughs> <laughs> hand on hands on butts? <laughs> hands on butts. Hands on butts. Hands on butts on frisbees. <laughs> on frisbees. Yeah, hands on butts on frisbees. Because I was like, I looked at that the first time. I was like, oh, that's cool. Then I looked at it again. I'm like, that's why it sticks out. His hands <laughs> on his butt. So, um, interestingly, <laughs> you're pointing out another gift from my sister. Oh, yes. <laughs> she played Ultimate Frisbee. And ironically, my sister lives in Boulder, Colorado right now. Wow. And you are from, so you're pointing out all the things that someone gave to me uh, that was living in Colorado at the time they were thinking of me. See, that's very, the Colorado vibes right there. Yeah. I, nothing says Colorado vibes like with another dude touching your butt <laughs> while, while playing sports only. <laughs> only. While playing frisbee-based sports. Frisbee, yeah, sorry. <laughs> frisbee-based sports. Tell you what, I got to see you Boulder, and I was legitimately angry at how much ultimate frisbee I saw being played. Bro, this, you don't froth? No, I did like once or twice. Frisbee like, golf? Froth? I remember when somebody said that, I was like, fuck out my face! Why are you like this? I, it pissed me off. I was mad. But somehow you're a proper golfer. Like, <laughs> I'm just imagining you in a polo and like plaid shorts and some like nice cleats. Like, <laughs> no, I, like I, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing denim jeans, biker denim jeans and a tank top. <laughs> when I go, I'm imagining CJ from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, basically, I'm out there. I got dreads. I put that in a Mega Man bun. I'm chilling. <laughs> I have head. I'm not blasting music because you have to be courteous of the other guests. Um, but yeah, I fucking love golf. Hey, do you all know? Uh, I'll save it. I'll do the joke at the end. Unless Caleb wants to do a joke at the end. Okay. Well, are we ready we'll to see. Yeah. What's your town? Okay. Um, speaking of Colorado, my town is Georgetown, Colorado. Mm. Have you been there, Caleb? Uh, no, but I've met a lot of people from that tiny place. Nice. Okay. Well, I did Georgetown because I was thinking of a news piece that happened last week, and I will get to that as my last fact. But... So Georgetown, Colorado, uh, location, it's in Clear Creek County, uh, Colorado, so it's straight west of Denver on I-70. It's the last town before you pass through the Eisenhower Tunnel at the Continental Divide. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I've been through that. Yeah. It, oh, maybe I've been there. You, I mean, lots of people have yeah, driven through have. there. Okay. Like, it's very... How far is it from Denver? Like... Oof. 35 minutes if you had no traffic, maybe 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So like 20 miles? Yeah, about that. Um, the population is 1,034. So not a lot of people here. Um, fact one. So Georgetown is the only, the, this is the type of town it is, okay? Georgetown is the only, quote, territorial charter municipality in Colorado, hmm. which means it still operates under a charter granted by the Territory of Colorado, which existed between wow. February 28th, 1861 and August 1st, 1876, which is when it became a state. So there was this short temporary ter territory government and it chartered this town. And this is the only place left in the state that still uses this. So they... Do they receive like uh, state funding and all that stuff? Yeah, it's just like a the structure is the thing that's unique. So, oh, okay. Their own rules. The town of G Georgetown operates under Article 14, Section 13 of the Charter and Constitution of the Colorado Territory. The town mayor is called the police judge, and the town council is called the board of selectmen. 
which to me sounds like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> and uh, their judge sounds like a superhero yeah, fights crime. The town mayor is called the police judge. It's like uh, Judge Dredd. Like he's oh, like judge, jury, yeah. execution. I thought exactly. it was Sting. The police judge. Oh, like the police <laughs> judge. <laughs> the Sting fan. So, uh, fact number two, Georgetown was established in 1859 during the Pikes Peak Gold Rush, Mm. but it wasn't until silver was discovered in the area in 1864 that the town's population grew. So, for many years, the silver mines of Colorado were not very profitable until the Bland-Allison Act of 1878 made silver part of the gold standard. So the gold standard, if you're not familiar, listeners, is back when our currency, all of our paper currency had to be backed up with its weight in gold in the Federal Reserve. So back when it made sense. Right. Back when money was made of gold and real money. Yeah. Uh, Now it's like, I think the gold standard was repealed in the 70s and all money became electronic magical unicorn dust that is used to keep the proletariat (laughs) down. But that's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. Um. So the in 1878, they made silver part of the gold standard. Then the federal government was required to purchase between $2 million and $4 million of silver each month from Western mines. So these mines all sprung up. That sounds like a conspiracy. I know, like, right? That sounds like they're required to buy silver. Yeah. So it, it became this thing where it was so complicated, and for this show, it would be too much to get into, yeah. but there was a series of like legislations that were balanced in such a way to alleviate farmers' debts at the time, and they needed to play with the inflation numbers, and like it was this whole grand scheme for like 20 years of how can we figure out this economy, and this silver thing was a big part of it. So when, in 1878, when they enacted the Bland-Allison Act and the federal government started buying silver, it began something called the Colorado Silver Boom. So a lot of places in Colorado, the smaller towns in the mountains, have silver in the name, Silver Thorn, Silver mm-hmm. Tin, all these places, and there's tons of silver mines because there's silver all over the Rockies. Mm-hmm. So during the Silver Boom, boom, the town's population exploded to a peak of 10,000 people. Wow. Which is a lot for like the 1880s, 1890s. Yeah, and then you said it. their, their population right now is... 1,000. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. So <laughs> took home the, the small town award. You took home the small town award this episode oh, for man. sure. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take this silver trophy that we yeah. silver trophy. There you go. So the, the town was actually so prosperous that there was a brief movement to move the state capital from Denver to Georgetown. Wow. So they're like, Whoa. this place is so wealthy that like this should be the capital. Like, look at us. Look Which, at all the silver. I'm kind of glad it wasn't. Because that would just destroy this beautiful area if it was the capital. <laughs> um, in 1890, the government purchases of silver were nearly doubled with the passing of the Sherman Silver Purchase Act, which I don't know too much about. But basically, it was more incentive for the government to buy silver. So it doubled the price of silver. Who's so Sherman? Things are just like, That's who I want to know. Uh, there was a Civil War general, but it was probably another guy. Okay. I've 100% been here. Uh, yeah, definitely. In, yeah. So in 18- they sold very good licorice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good licorice. In the <laughs> so uh, in 1893, the act sleep. was... Sleep. <laughs> People sleep on that licorice. Don't sleep on it, yeah. I'm all about the Australian-style chewy licorice, the short ones that are like really soft. Oh, that's the one we bought. Yeah, yeah it was not Colorado licorice. It was... <laughs> 
But it was sold in Colorado. In so Georgetown. in uh, 1893, this the Sherman Act was repealed, and then it led to a crash in silver p- prices, and then the population of the town dwindled, and many mining camps shut down, ending the car to silver boom. So that was like, this town had like basically like a 15 year like, whoa, we're rich, and then now we're not. Um, there's still uh, so today. This is in my facts, but this is more of an opinion. <laughs> Today, Georgetown is a cute little touristy Colorado mountain facts. town. Yeah, fact, yep. which is basically a fact. So there's plenty of outdoor outdoor activities such as hiking, ice fishing, ice racing, fly fishing, camping, and snowshoeing. And Georgetown also has easy access to Loveland and all the Summit County ski resorts. Uh, they have a lake there. I don't know if it's a lake or a reservoir. Mm. You can see it when you drive by it on I-70, but you ice fish there. Then they also, when the ice gets thick enough, they have ice racing. So people have their Jeeps with their like ice racing tires out there, and they go oh, and drive on the I ice. I thought it was like, like ice racing like you see in the Olympics. What's that guy's name, the famous guy? Apollo Anton Ono. I was speed thinking that he's there. Yeah, speed skating. They, I don't know. I don't think they do that. I don't know if people actually skate on like lakes. Not at this one. If you go up yeah. to Evergreen, there's a lake you really? can skate on. Skate on. Skeet on. <laughs> Ew. I ski and skate, boy. Oh, skate, skate, I motherfucker. Dick out just skating. <laughs> just jerking off and skating. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, this place is like, I mean, this is well known to like a bunch of people, like all the weekend warriors who go up skiing, you drive past this place, stop for gas there all the time. Um, there's a secret shortcut, which I'll now disclose to our listeners because we have a small fan base and this isn't a big secret if you let it out. So if traffic is really bad on I-70, mm-hmm. what you can do is the roundabout in Georgetown, if you head east at the main roundabout, it's a road that runs along I-70 and then pops you out by Winter Park like Empire. So you basically cut through like 15 or 20 miles of traffic jam by taking this road and it's like a nice little cheat code to schmooze your way up there. I'm shaking my head because you call it roundabouts, not rotaries as we do in the East Coast. What is a rotary? The same thing, roundabouts. uh, You call it a rotary? Yeah. Is it a phone? Can you call somebody from this? You sure can with the invention of car phones. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't approve of this. It's a roundabout. That's a roundabout way to say a rotary. <laughs> <laughs> don't continue. Don't call it's them fine. Don't call, call them out. Okay, this is this is bias because I. That's what an opinion is. A bias. Two thirds of the people on this podcast are calling it roundabout. So we win. So we win <laughs> today. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Next time we have a guest on, what do you call it? What do you call it? Roundabout or rotary? Tell like, me now. They're like, we haven't started can yet. Can you imagine being in the car and someone's like, like, you're just like, oh, let me just take this rotary. Like, what? I would be confused. Yeah, if they like, so you're taking me. a phone? Yeah. That I shows would be like, are we this, taking a plane? This pro- <laughs> We're taking a World War One plane? <laughs> this proves Who are we calling? that <laughs> East Coasters have the sharper mental dexterity because we can understand both. We've never, I've never, I, the only time we use rotary is if we're describing a type of chicken and it's rotisserie <laughs> or if we're going to use one of those really cool hipster vintage phones mm-hmm. where you got to, and those phones are shit. I have, <laughs> I have one at my house right now. Everybody plucks around with it and they're just like, I can't believe people used to call people with this. It takes like a full 30 seconds to dial someone's you phone number. You can't accidentally call why, that. You don't want to know why it's, um, why people are struggling with it? Yes, because they call the the first introductory introduction to the rotary phone is 
the rotary driving the the the, the really the so if you don't drive if you don't call it a rotary to begin with you're never going to understand the rotary phone it's very it's End uh, this bit right now <laughs> <laughs> like trying to struggle to figure out how to get <laughs> together. You're like a, like an open mic. You're like at a show trying to riff on someone <laughs> laugh, who called it a rotary. Laugh, please laugh. <laughs> you see, the way these two things work is it's over here and this is over here. But when you combine them, no one gets it because this was first. <laughs> Can you believe a phone has nothing to do with the intersection with with a piece with of infrastructure? <laughs> Oh my god. No, I ugh. that should happen when someone commits to a bit on stage and it's not working, someone should say stop and they should just breathe the sigh of relief and get off oh the stage. <laughs> I think that would be great. Have okay, I think someone uh, should just we just should just throw life preservers. <laughs> He's drowning! Someone save him! Oh my god. Throw water wings at you. Like oh like oh I'm imagining like a comedy show and like you've got like a, a like a cardboard cutout of a life preserver preserver on like a pole and you like <laughs> yeah. you like push push it up on stage. <laughs> Thank you, I was drowning. <laughs> I feel bad because like when Connor does sets at, at our open mics, I just like he gets deep in the puns and I'm just like, stop. <laughs> oh, that's my style. I am wordplay. I literally have a tag now after I do some wordplay, I go, uh wordplay. Hooray! Because I just want to it ends with because the word before it is nay. So I go, nay, get the laugh. I go, wordplay, get a small laugh. Hooray! And then no one laughs. Oh, <laughs> that one was funny. It was really kicking the audience while they're down. <laughs> Sometimes they don't want to think or laugh. Or laugh. <laughs> All right, so where are we at? We got my last fact today. Oh, the news. Yeah. So on February eleventh, twenty twenty. Georgetown's Board of Extraordinary Selectmen unanimously voted to make Parker the Snow Dog the honorary mayor of Georgetown. <laughs> Not a selectman? Not a selectman. Well, he, well, if anything, he's an honorary police judge because yeah, that's, that's how their charter work, yeah. works. <laughs> so uh, his, so uh, there's a website, officialsnowdog.com, and it says... He is committed to bringing hugs, love, and cookies to the people of Georgetown. Is he bringing cookies, though? Because I'm not going to vote for him if he's not bringing fucking cookies. I'd like to... Don't promise me cookies and not bring fucking cookies. (laughs) And what type of cookies are there? Oatmeal raisin. Yes, this is the only cookie that matters. God damn. That's a good ass cookie. Um, let me let me ask get you Trevor this. on to get his opinion of oatmeal raisin. <laughs> yeah, I remember hey, talking about um, that. Um, I just like to clarify when I get reincarnated, I'd like to come back as that oh dog specifically. So, I love this dog. I don't have a picture of him, but he during the coronation ceremony they put glasses and a suit and tie on. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of cookies do you think this dog makes? Molasses. Mol- yeah. Yeah. Some syrupy. I'm a, a molasses cookie. Yeah. I'm just a, a my brain. I've never had once. My brain it's, imagined like a glob of molasses <laughs> on wax paper that looks like hash, and you just eat this eat co- crystallized <laughs> glob of molasses. What it's it's like you just put the molasses in the dough. It's like a I, would it be like a sugar cookie? I yeah. guess. But you just like, it's like a tree sugar cookie. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, so that's Parker the Snow Dog. Uh, he is now their honorary mayor slash police judge. Um, per his website, making a difference. Parker the Snow Dog is the official mascot of Loveland Ski Area. On top of his duties with Loveland, Parker is also known to rub elbows with various Denver Broncos, Colorado Rockies, and news personalities from across the country. One of Parker's passions is spending time with Colorado's disabled community. The Easter Seals camp at Rocky Mountain Village is a common stop for Parker where he dishes out a healthy serving of lugs, love, hugs, and slobber to the camp's amazing patrons. The one thing I took away from that is you said the word duty, and that is the first time we've mentioned anything with shit in this episode yeah, after work. last one. <laughs> uh, you're definitely, like, last week it was... Th- 30 minutes of poop jokes. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like it clean. We, we got out of hand. I like it clean. I can't, I can't do poop. Do we, well, don't listen to us. It, it, it was like, we don't, we don't normally, no, make we've poop never, jokes, I but don't think we've ever done it before. It just, <laughs> it was just all that backup and we dropped it all out. There were, backup, you were constipated. That <laughs> <laughs> was a constipation of poop jokes. There was, a, there was a town in Alaska that had an event where called the Moose Droppings Festival okay. where they would have a helicopter with, Moose droppings, and they drop it out of a helicopter onto a target, and people would bet on which piles of moose droppings would hit the target, and it just kind of snowballed from yeah. there. I wish they dropped a actual moose. That's what we I also want. talked <laughs> about. That Peta mistakenly thought they were dropping actual moose out of helicopters, so Peta came after the festival, and they're like, "No, it's moose poop. It's not moose." Like, well, they're like, "Why are you tripping? The moose is already dead." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yo, dropping a full dead moose out of a helicopter Jeez. would. Yo, mooses. Have you seen how big a moose? They're massive. huge. They're um, huge. Spark of the Snow Dog. Congrats. I think he, is that, is you that can, in, uh, you can follow him. He's a very social media dog. I'd like to say uh, I am upset because I was running against him. Oh, are you a dog? He's still dog? sensitive. I know you're sensitive to bring it up. It's really brave of you. Thank um, you. You're the number one police judge in my heart. Oh, <laughs> honorary police judge. Honorary, yeah. Honorary police judge, Coach K. <laughs> Coach K. <laughs> uh, nice. Any, awesome. any, any other things? I think we just got to plug it up. Plug it up. Once again, follow Caleb at his yeah. socials. Follow me at, uh, <clears throat> whatever. oh yeah, Caleb makes sense. Caleb dot makes dot sense and centric like money exactly sense like money and centric vibes eccentric but with a c nice uh you can follow me uh at maxim of allen on twitter you can find my instagram via the at st radio pod instagram page for this account you can now find us on facebook and youtube yes we're working on getting that information we the link should be in our bio over mm-hmm. the next few weeks to promote that instead of the show. You all know where to get go to get the show. Uh, and we don't have... You can search small town radio and mm-hmm. hopefully find the channel there once it's populated with all that good stuff we've been putting out. Um, yeah, that's, that's more or less where we're at. Um, oh, the joke. Are we you like all, to finish out with a joke. Yeah. Uh, I also think it should just be the worst one-liners we can think of in the week. <laughs> just co- compete for whose is worst. Um, mm-hmm. What's a golfer's favorite number? What? Four. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. I, Could you do something worse? What? I can. What's a golfer's favorite animal? Birdie. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what do you call four birdies? What? Hunting. 
Ah, I like uh, that movie. Yeah, I switched it up. You see, it was a like surprise. Yeah. I'm not Caleb, a hunting fan, but I Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, you got one you want to throw out there? Um no, I don't. I You only like good jokes? Let Is me, that let me see. <laughs> only write great jokes, okay, man? I'm only excellent. Um uh, let me let me yeah, you, you go, Max. Okay. Uh I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of if I, I haven't really written anything this week. Um but I did walk past a woman on the street and I overheard a snipper snippet of her phone conversation and she is yelling into her phone, that's just unprofessional. <laughs> unprofessional? Yeah, and I'm going to turn that into a joke, but it was really funny. I was like, that's a good word. That's unprofessional of you. <laughs> um, oh, I guess uh, it's not a joke yet, but uh, uh, my friend came over and she needed a bag to put all her stuff in and my 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 joke book was in that bag and I forgot to take it out. Mm-hmm. And in that, like she looked at it and she, the first thing that she saw was stop masturbating. <laughs> but that was like the punchline to another joke. But yeah. it just looked like it was, I was just telling myself to stop masturbating. <laughs> like this is your to-do list. <laughs> and she was like, all I see is stop masturbating. I'm like, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that's it. Thank you so much Thanks for so much. being on the show, Caleb. Yeah, Good no research. Problem. Thank you for telling us about Hayes, Kansas. Yeah, good yeah. old Hayes, America. <laughs> well, uh, Hayes down the best town in Kansas we've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> that, thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>